up, what up, what up, everybody? This is Dario Hunt from Living Life Fearless. Welcome back to another episode of our Music Files podcast. Today's date is February 20th, 2019. With me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Reese Walker. Say what up to everybody. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Artist D. Walker here with another episode of the Music Files. Yeah, so last week we didn't have a podcast, so we're going to make up for this week. Uh, you know, people, things got busy. But yeah. it is our Grammys kind of recap, so it kind of fit in nicely. Grammys. I don't I don't know if y'all watched the Grammys, <laughs> but there was some cool stuff we're about to chop it up and talk about. So, Yeah, we're definitely going to get more in-depth about everything that happened in that show and, you know, of course, see who won again. Uh, <laughs> again? I won last year, so yeah. If you mean again, then yeah. I mean, one more for... One for however many isn't a great percentage. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's going to be mad after this watch. So before we hop into it, we got a couple of news items that, you know, we found for the week that we wanted to talk about. There's not a ton going on in music, but found some interesting stuff. So we just hop right into it. I found, well, fun little news item here. First one, we're going to start with somewhere in Sussex, which is in England. There is a GoFundMe campaign going on to resur- to erect a bench honoring Easy E. <clears throat> so the full story is this guy tried to get the this little town um like New Haven to approve a memorable uh, statue of Easy E to be erected somewhere in this <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Easy E, the rapper from from Cali. Yeah, the rapper from NWA, Cali, exactly. And rolling no. down the street, my six foot. That <laughs> that Easy E. That Easy E. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, you think you know most of the councils would be kind of dick dickheads about it, but they're pretty cool about it. They said that they declined the statue, but they would make provisions <laughs> for an engraved bench if Mister Stevens and his. 36 fellow fans paid for it. So he started oh, a GoFundMe wow. campaign seeking about $2,000, 2,000 pounds. And I think it is currently at like 700 pounds. Um, <laughs> so I'm not exactly sure when it's going to, but for those of you that one that would love to see Easy E uh, continue his legacy in New Haven, <laughs> England, you should go over to his GoFundMe and, uh, and That's donate. crazy. Yo, West Coast. Get easy to to England, fam. <laughs> pay a dollar to get easy to London. Wherever play, Sussex. They should play his song "Nuts on Your Chin" as you know the <laughs> as the honorary song while they're while they're commemorating the ribbon the cutting ceremony. <laughs> Nuts on your chin. <laughs> oh man, rest in peace, fam. That's crazy. I mean, hey, music, man. Leave the last impact <laughs> places you would not expect at all. That's so wild. That's weird. <laughs> but cool. It's dope, though. Okay, so I don't know if you see this new trailer called The Dirt. Uh, Netflix is, they're taking their own stab at this music biopic game. Uh, it's about Motley Crew. Oh, I passed by it. I didn't get to it yet. So... <laughs> I didn't see the trailer. It has Machine Gun Kelly um, starring in it, which is kind of odd. 
Cause all these oh, I think he was talking about this back when he was beefing. He was saying he was working on a movie. He is. He is starring in it, and I believe he's playing Tommy Lee himself. Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, that's how I felt about it when I saw the trailer. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, but mm, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't really know about this one. Um, it looks somewhat interesting. I mean, I don't, I mean, Motley Crue, they're a big enough band, but I don't really think there were too many people clamoring for a biopic from them. And I, yeah. I think it's just, I knew it was going to happen, especially after NWA made all that money with oh, theirs. Yeah. I knew people out the woodworks were going to come, just every band that had any. Oh, sort yeah, there of was the new edition. Biopic was going to try to come out with yet. their own biopic, you know, like yeah. I just this one just biopic doesn't coming out. Gene Simmons is working on it. Probably right one. But, I mean, I would probably want to see a Gene Simmons kiss one more than a Motley Crue one. Just being honest, for real. Hell yeah. I yeah, I don't know. Would be crazier. Yeah, but here, I don't know. There's probably gonna be some clickbait. Uh sort of thing to pop up. Maybe that's why Tommy Lee was uh I think he was jumping PR? out of the window last year, yeah, talking about Travis with the roller coaster. Nah, I think he's just an idiot, but <laughs> I mean, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet? Because I finally got around to watching it. No, I didn't see it yet, man. So it is a decent movie. It's it's a decent movie. I wouldn't consider it a best picture nominee, but it is mm-hmm. a well enough movie but it's not a great biopic like it's really just a celebration of queen and like their music and like yeah. kind of touches on some of the crazier parts of you know their life and their band and mm-hmm. um freddie mercury but not really you know like yeah touches on it for like a hot second then moves on really quickly and like get back mm-hmm. to the music and you know playing sort of like their greatest hits which is fine in terms of just pure entertainment and like yeah enjoying no queen again but it's not like in terms of biopics it was not really a in-depth good one and this is kind of what this looks like it's more like celebrating feel like celebrating like their crazy lifestyle yeah than necessarily like really trying to go into the nitty-gritty of you know their shit like like you did on like say ray you know what i'm saying yeah right well ray is fucking so they're definitely NWA definitely started this trend um, with these bands being the creative direction behind the movies. So you yeah. know it's always going to like really look favorably on a lot of their shit. Right. So you never really get like a good movie. You might get like an entertaining kind of mini docu short like kind of mm-hmm. quasi documentary, but it's never really like a real true biopic in the sense of like. Yeah, it's not an objective biopic. Yeah. It's it's not, it's and this it's is a exactly what it feels like. And this is what. Bohemian Rhapsody was. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what the uh, El John one looks to be. Like, just pure entertainment. Yeah. The Quincy one was amazing. Well, that's that's not a biopic. That's that was a, a documentary. documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for me, the top of the list is Ray. Like, in terms of movie biopics. Yeah, Ray. Ali is up there for Will Smith. That was a good one. Uh, I mean, these are all ones done after, you know, they're dead. And 
they don't have control of their own <laughs> stories. So it's like people get to tell, like, you know, do research and actually tell the stories that people want to actually know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think Will got to meet Ali, though, before it was over. But, yeah, I feel you. It wasn't the same. But it was a great movie. I'm trying to think of if there are any other amazing biopics that were like. Musically? Not many. There's a lot of shitty quasi quasi movies made for TV type films. Oh, what about the uh, Temptations back in the Five day? Five Heartbeats. Remember the Five Heartbeats. It was good. But it's not. I mean, it was good. But the quality just wasn't very high. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't all the way up there. But it was like, so close. Yeah, it was, like it was so TV. close. It was, it was like a great TV movie, basically. Yeah, really, a really well, Where's a really good like, TV movie. Yeah. Well, these are like big blockbuster f- movies that you kind of they have everything up to par except the actual yeah story of their shit. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, I mean, this yeah, one's going straight to Netflix. This is not even going to theater. So, I mean, it's fine, I guess. Well, Netflix. that means something different now. Now that they're getting nominated for shit. Yeah, but this is not going to be one that's going to be nominated. And I don't even think this is talking <laughs> about, like, Bohemian Rhapsody. I can just tell already. So but Yeah, there's no buzz for it. Nobody cares. I'm not going to say nobody cares, but, like, it's not. Somebody cares, for sure. You know, people care. there are Motley Crue fans out there, but just not. I just don't think people don't care as much as they care about it. Like, I think there's more Fish Queen. fans than there are Motley Crue fans right now. You said Fish. <laughs> Fan. When I mean, Fish you had know, their concert out you know here, where I, you know where I know Tommy York. Lee from, and it's not his music. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but still. But yeah, I mean, check out the trailer if you haven't. It's, uh, it's man, like yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> right. Quick cash grab, trying to resurrect their name a little bit. <laughs> It's a good look for M- MGK, though. Is it, though? We'll see. I mean, it's his debut in terms of acting. So I mean, like, music ain't really jumping for him, so I guess acting would be... A, a I mean, Beyonce's first movie was the hip-hopra, Carmen. Was that her first one? Yeah. Uh, Before Fighting Temptations was the, the Carmen shit on MTV. That was a TV movie. When did she do Goldmember? That was after. You sure? Yeah, she was like nineteen in in that. Uh, right. Yeah, check it. Check it. Trust me. You'll look at it and be like, "Oh, I dude, didn't watch really hip hop, so I couldn't really tell you." That's what I'm saying. Most Def was in that. Yeah, it was like it was this whole thing. They're like, "Oh, the the world's first hip hop television." Well, hip-hop-ra. the thing with Beyonce is her music was still popping at the t- same time too. So, I mean, while well, I'm yeah, saying yeah. MGK, this is a good look for him <laughs> considering his music is. Nowhere to be seen. True. True that. Yeah, he's actually starting much later. So that is a weird comparison. Anyway, we'll see. I'm just, I'll am I'll check it out. See if he's got some chops. Hopefully he's working on some other stuff as well. Hopefully he's on set working on some new hotness. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So, talk about some numbers. We have a bunch of records being broken. Um, the Chainsmokers, who... <laughs> A lot of people love to shit on, including myself, because... I shit on them, too, man. 
I was laughing at work about. I was laughing with somebody just about it. It's like a weird joke that we have. Like the, the type of music they make, we have. We like kind of joke about it, but it's good. You know, it's like good music, but you can joke about it. I mean, let's be honest. It's, they have a great single that won, but yeah. the rest of the shit has been pretty trash. Honestly, it's it's all just no. Well, yeah, it's just not. I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't get. It doesn't feel like high replay value music at all, except for like the leads. It's garbage, but they're still breaking records. At least on Spotify, they are the only the only the third group in you know the history of the short history of Spotify to have three singles with more than one billion plays. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Them, Ed Sheeran, okay. and Justin Bieber. Oh, wow. And that's only because Drake has the Apple deal. Well, maybe. Well, it's facts. You know, you strong <laughs> them all you want. They have, that's crazy. They have three songs over one billion. That's crazy. <clears throat> Ariana Grande is... Smashing a ton of records, like Ariana Grande is killing shit right now. She's she's fucking up the game. She like she out here right now. Like it's it's hard to hate. It's really hard to hate because she does cool shit. I mean, her (laughs) album "Thank You Next" just debuted at number one, which we're going to talk about later. But it debuted at number one. It pushed around three hundred sixty thousand first week. Oh, that's great. She's she's number one pop star. I don't see that. I thought it was going to be around four, but we'll see if she maintains like a 150 to, you know, maybe down to 100 and keeps like maybe around 80,000 for, for like a steady two months. She'll probably be great. Uh, but even more importantly, she has three. She has the top three spots on Billboard. Oh, yeah, that's right. And what's crazier about that is the Grammys, as we're about to talk about, is her beef. She had beef with the Grammys, so that's why she didn't perform. She didn't perform at the yeah. Grammys because we're gonna talk about the Grammys. But she has three singles, the top three spots on Billboard. I'm pretty sure nobody's done it singles. except maybe the Beatles. Yeah, that's crazy. Three, yeah, in the top three, like boop boop boop. Obviously, times have changed because of streaming, but still. Yeah, for anyone. Impressive to do it on their own effort is like almost impossible. Like your own personal song. Like there's, there maybe have been a few where it was like he had one and then he was on a song with two other people, maybe like a feature. But now I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, but I'm not, do I think that she has three singles? that are really one, two, three to me. No, but I'm not surprised that they're one, two, three. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Cause she she's an impeccable rollout. Yeah, she's definitely uh, has taken full advantage of everything and the momentum, and she could not have asked for a better rollout musically. And she's kind of pretty much in the conscience of everybody right now, so I'm not too surprised. Yeah. So good for her. She's killing it. She's a legit superstar now. I can say that. Yeah, she's stepped over the the ladder. 
I used to look at her like I looked at Demi Lovato. So, um, I don't know if you saw, but Ryan Adams is getting uh, going through a ton of backlash and controversy right now. Um, so, the Me Too movement, which we've talked about on Ad Nauseum here, we have mentioned multiple times how we are kind of surprised that hasn't necessarily gone over to other industries as hard as it has hit, you know, film. You, mm-hmm. Because um, you know it happens pretty much everywhere, but his Ryan Adams, singer songwriter, um, for those unknown, he was I forget the band he was in, but he makes a lot of music and he works with a lot of people and produces mm-hmm. music on top of that. And he was married to Mandy Moore for about six years. And this, oh, I guess yeah, recently, that guy. recently she just came out and some podcast and basically described the horrible abusive relationship that she was in with him and mm. then that kind of led to a waterfall effect where a ton of people kind of came out with their own stories about him as well a ton of women and girls even girls there was a 15 year old saying that he used to text her send her messages like every day when she was underaged and all this stuff and so yeah it's kind of getting that me too type of vibe right now Starting with him, I'm not sure if that's going to lead to other people, but mm-hmm. many more coming out has led to him actually getting, you know, a ton of more stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't know. It's good that the stories that she, you know, let let it be known so nobody got it twisted. And there'd definitely be more. I mean... I'm sure there's going to be a lot of information that'll come out about certain producers, maybe, because, um, you know, how things go with the studio. There's always jokes about the studio, and, like, there's all jokes about, you know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm surprised it hasn't been more of that, but, and I'm not, obviously, we don't know the full details, but, this whole situation, but as it's just kind of coming out and evolving. But oh, this could be a sign of possibly more down the line. Stepping on music, but we'll see. Because this isn't necessarily music particularly related, but he is a big figure in music, so especially mm-hmm. production wise and working with you know, newer artists, so we'll see. Yeah. Alright. Um uh, so before we get into Grammy's talk, which is obviously going to be our number one focus um, for this podcast. I want to talk about some of the music that has come out recently that we have not really had a chance to talk about, starting with Ariana Grande and her project, Thank You, Next. Thank you, Next. Dope project. <laughs> I was... Honestly... An excellent project. It's a really great project. And it's weird that they came, it came so close to her last project. God is, wait, no, Sweetener. Sweetener. So, Sweetener, thank you next. It's crazy. There's a. Less than six months. Yeah, less than six months. There's a definite difference in sound. 
but not like it's not crazy. It's just that I'm surprised these are the songs that are her most successful, but it makes more it makes sense that they are. Yeah, it's the most way more mainstream than the song she released on Sweetener. Um these songs cross over more. Yeah, so they definitely have a more wide appeal. She's doing things that she wasn't fully embracing, but you knew she liked. Like, you could tell the way she talked in interviews and how she, you know, just her style, that she loved, like, certain elements that she, like, would just, just, like, sprinkle. But then, like, she would do a full run in this album. With She's with, definitely like, sprinkling in more urban hip-hop elements into this one. Yeah. With like I heard Beyonce's like, whole flow, it felt like a whole Beyonce flow on it. With like, lines like, like, "What's the one on Seven Rings?" when she talks about uh, basically her breakup turned her into a savage, shit like that. Like, yeah, shit like that. Like that was she was crazy. not saying shit like that before on Sweetener. Like Sweetener was far more artistic and felt more like contemplative. And like, like I said, just more artistic in the way that she kind of produced the music and put it together and really showed off her artistry. And this one is definitely more pop mm-hmm. and modern contemporary pop, like just kind of focusing on that more so than the actual art of it. And what I felt was like, what I actually thought would might be more of a, could more of like a introspective type of project considering everything that she kind of went through and the subject mm-hmm. matter that, that this project is clearly talking about it really wasn't like it was she so like she talks about stuff but she doesn't really talk about it at the same time like you know exactly what situations she is talking about what people yeah. are involved and all that but she never really directly addresses it she it's always like alluded to and it's always and that's what really kind of made me feel weird about some of it like there's songs that i really like and they're not and but like when i'm thinking about it and i know what she's talking about but she's not saying it or it's like she's changing a line to make it sound like it's like other things or it's or like it's i don't know it's weird like ghosting like we all know what ghosting's about yeah that's you know <laughs> so you know he's doing all right for himself, goddamn. Came back so. Yeah, but like this half ha- album, strong. I'll be honest with you, this is partially a diss album to Pete. Yeah, that's the one if part I, I didn't the really lyrics, understand. If I looked at the lyrics and and thought about Pete, a lot of this would really hurt me if I was Pete. Like Bloodline, that sounds crazy to Pete. That's crazy. Like you're not good enough. Like, <laughs> like it's look. It's like I said. I thought it would be much more introspective and like thoughtful. But this is purely raw emotion and vindictive. And like both both approaches are fine. Like nobody can tell somebody how to like handle their grief and whatnot. But she definitely channeled her grief into a more angry, aggressive type of route. Then you know. Yeah kind of taking time off and thinking about it and kind of coming out on the side. So she definitely channeled all that into this, this more raw energy and aggressiveness and in your face type of style. And it's far more vindictive, far more vindictive than I thought it would be. And Mm -hmm. that part I was kind of weird about, but like, again, like, I mean, I can't really say 
how you should react to the situations and how you should whatever like but definitely wasn't expected on my part not as like an entire album of it so yeah, yeah it was cool and single and record wise they're her biggest singles and records ever and they clearly mm-hmm. have that appeal like when i heard those songs i told you right away like all oh, these are gonna be smash hits i can just tell already oh yeah when i first heard it, i was like oh that goes yeah that's yeah. but i don't think they have the same value as songs like god's woman or her other songs she had like on sweet name yeah close but not. i don't know yeah not yeah god's woman special that was a special song yeah Imagine's almost there, but that's the closest song maybe on the whole album. It's the first song, but that's probably the closest to Sweetener. But, like, you know, to... like like I said, for a project like this to come out less than six months after just dropping your most important and pivotal project in your career yet, and then come back with this, mm-hmm. it's like basically impossible to do, <laughs> but somehow she did it and pulled it off, so yes. I can't, can't really be too harsh on that considering... How quickly she, she like, pumped up. this out. So, I mean, thanks Seven that she's... rings, homie. Seven rings. I just feel like <laughs> it could be headed into the wrong direction, but we'll see. Cause we shall see. It is, for me, it was like a stark kind of difference from what she was doing on Sweetener, which I really yeah. like Sweetener a lot. And this one is cool, but just too. And like you said, knowing what she's saying and not really saying it, it's kind of like, mm, you should just probably say it, <laughs> you know? But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, she mentioned, the only time she mentioned names was, like, still, like, she circled around it the rest of the song. Like, she said their names and then, like, circled around everything. And then, like, didn't mention names ever again, but, like, we knew, but then kind of went a little bit more into something, and yeah, that's where like I, I was partially confused, knowing all these things publicly that she publicly addresses and like tells us, you know, like she's obviously I mean, grieving and she's obviously transitioning from a, a serious relationship. So like these are big things in her life, and I would have really thought she would have kind them, of which just I didn't really like. Yeah, so that was all. That was that was the most annoying part, but. It was good music, and and if having yeah, not, music. if I didn't know, I might my opinion might be different. But um, I don't know. It's hard to listen. Yeah, to if this was released in a vacuum for sure, I, I would think differently about it. But considering everything that she went through and kind of building up to it, it's hard not to have that associated with it. You know. Yeah. Um. So, have you told me about Avril Lavigne's newest album? She has. Avril Lavigne she has come back, by the way. Skater Boy of Rivoli. Yes, the same one. Uh, right? Y'all remember her back, way back, way back. It feels like way back, but maybe not way back, but it felt like that. Early 2000s. Early 2000s, for uh, like the 15 punk, years ago. Like the <laughs> punk pop sound was big, and she was like had big ass black mascara all around her eyes and like blonde, yeah. black hair. Like, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, so her album Head Above Water. What do you think? I have not heard the whole thing, but what I have heard, I was surprised by. I yeah. I mean, all I know is her, her early stuff. Obviously, I only know like her Skater Boy days and like shit like that. Yeah, uh, exactly. 
so to see her and to hear her like do this kind of soulful old school sounding music was mm-hmm. a bit shocking yeah i was shocked at first um, like, oh. but she can sing like she can really sing right and I mean, just in general, I was just shocked. Like, I was surprised that she went this route, and I was surprised that it sounded as good as it did. And from what I heard, I obviously haven't, I haven't heard the whole thing, but I did like mm-hmm. the songs that she did have on there. And I really liked um, the one song that is most similar to kind of like the style that most people probably know her for was uh, the Dumb Blonde or... Yeah, Dumb yeah, Blonde. The one with Nikki? Yeah, that yeah. was like the most kind of punk pop type of sound she had on there and most similar to like her early kind of 2000 days but it was a good ass single and it was it shocked me too i was surprised because i wanted to hate on it honestly listening to the whole album that was the song that stood out to me that i i didn't like it because it stood out and then i listened to the album again and was like oh i, I kind of like that song now so, i like that song bro yeah that's like classic kind of her to me but the energy. kind of modernized a little bit. Like, I love the energy. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, I was, from what I heard, probably about half the album, really um, surprised, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, definitely. I think um, she should be proud of this project for sure. And I'm surprised. I'm just as surprised as Dario at not only that Avril Lavigne dropped an album, but that it's surprisingly good. I don't know. If um, it's, I'm not going to say it's like amazing, but no. it's definitely. It has its flaws. Yeah. It's definitely. It It sounds, it sounds like upcoming almost like, almost like with the mixing, like almost like a, I don't know, but it's, it's good. It's a good product. I don't, I don't think this is going to like, suddenly propel her back into the spotlight like she was at one point, but I think this will kind of have people kind of yeah. open open to listening to her again. Well, she more. could tour. She could probably tour now. She probably just, you know, because it's hard to tour on your old catalog. So, like, when you're if you're Avril Lavigne and you want to get back in the scene, so she, she made a project. Now she can get the bags, you know. Yeah, this is, this is a decent re-entry. Um, I mean, she hasn't been gone, obviously, forever, but from from for mainstream purposes, she's been gone forever. So yeah, dope, cool, yeah. better than expected. Um, I mean, last parts I really want to talk about. I don't know if you've heard it was the currency in Wiz Khalifa 2009. Oh no, I didn't get to that one. So 2009, uh, currency Wiz, they have been promising this album for quite a long time, and yes, they have. Finally came out. And it disappointed the fuck out of me. Ah, I knew it. I didn't hear anything in the streets about it. Nobody um, was hyped. At first, I thought hyped. it was like honestly. I, I honestly thought it was like a fan made mixtape at first when I saw like the the album and the cover and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like Google. I so I went to Google check. And it was like, no, this is the official album. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. Finally, <clears throat> because for those that don't know, I was a huge and still am huge Wiz fan from. His early days, Star Power, uh, Flight School, Christian OJ, of course. Like, those days, that Wiz, I was a huge fan of. And when Wiz and Currency did their first kind of tape together, How Fly, How Fly was special. 
And I think that one yeah, really that was tight. took the best of what they were both doing at the time and made like its own unique uh, sound that was fucking phenomenal. And they just had a natural chemistry and charisma together. Yeah. So I, we've all been wanting more and more projects for them, but we haven't really gotten a whole lot from them. And it was just kind of gone into this whole completely different route with this trap whiz type of shit. And this one, hmm. while it does kind of go back to that older sound a bit, where it's, well, with Wiz particularly, where it's kind of more funky and like kind of 70s sounding and like kind of old, no, a little older school type of sound. Mm. A little more laid back. But it basically feels like a currency tape with Wiz, featuring Wiz. Uh, that's what I was worried about. Because I was like, Currency could put out a, a Wiz tape anytime he wants. I'm sure he has a hundred songs with Wiz Khalifa. But the thing is, I never really liked the pairing because it sounded like Currency on, with Wiz Rap. No, it was like, because they took the best of what they were both doing, where it was kind of that mm-hmm. funkier sound, <laughs> but still had that nice bounce and like kind of knock to it. Yeah. Where this is just basically a straight up currency project to me. Yeah. And as much as I love currency, his shit can get quite boring at times. Oh yeah. Currency has like a hundred albums. Yeah. Like, I'm kinda <laughs> I'm kinda fatigued on the sound right now. Like he didn't switch it up at all. He <laughs> dropped like five tapes last year. I don't know. So like what's happening. Hearing There are some songs there, don't get me wrong, like the life is dope as fuck. Sides of that, uh, hmm. but in general, it just lethargic and just kind of felt a bit lazy compared to what we got. Especially when you compare it to How Fly, it just doesn't hit those marks. How Fly was fucking good. That shit was. Well, so they should have known. They sh- they should have known we would compare them. It's like obvious, you know. <laughs> Duh, we're gonna look at the old one. But so, two thousand nine is a great name, I guess, because it does definitely feel old. Like, but. 2009 fucking currency, not 2009 wizard currency. <laughs> Disappointing. That's too bad. Disappointing. I'm kind of done with Wiz. Well, current Wiz. I've been done with current Wiz. He stopped but making the music I want, so. His old shit still slaps to this day. Cushion OJ is. Is a play all the way through album still? Well, oh, Star Power is super slept on, and so oh, Fly yeah, Fly School is in the top. It's Cushion OJ and Fly School are my two favorite, and then I'd put Cabin Fever under that, and then go with the other ones. Star Power, Star Power. That's what I my whole body. I don't give it that shit. Yeah, man. <sighs> Sad. Sad, sad when you see, you know, people you're a fan of just kind of lose their way. It's it's weird, yeah. That's crazy. I feel like I haven't liked him since. It's been all self inflicted. That's what I don't get. Like, <laughs> Rolling Papers has always disappointed me. There's yeah, only like three songs garbage. that I could maybe I will try say to listen to. Khalifa and One IFC had some songs. Khalifa was the one that was good. That was One IFC one. had some songs in there too. But his mixtapes, by far, his best. Mixtapes were so fucking amazing. Flight School is crazy, man. Just like his concepts were were crazy. 
Sad, 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 sad. But that is it for uh, music that albums that we haven't really talked about that we wanted to talk about. As you can see, it's been a pretty slow start to 2019. Um, there hasn't been a lot of stuff of note, honestly, that I've really wanted to talk about and discuss or really even want to listen to. <laughs> but The 10 year anniversary of Drake. <laughs> nah, so far gone. Don't want to talk about that again. Maybe, yeah. Actually, maybe on a different one. Not today. But for those of you that have heard any of those three projects that we just talked about, uh, let us know what you guys thought about them in the comments down below. So let's just jump right into the Grammys. Give me your initial impressions, thoughts. Uh, what you like, what you didn't like. On the Grammys, well, <clears throat> well, I found when I found out Alicia Keys was hosting, the first thing I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's like, they got a musician. They got Alicia Keys. It's like, what's that going to be like? Basically, I was just like interested. And off rip, she comes out with the like. Michelle the, Obama. The, like, Michelle Obama. Um, who was it? Jada. And Michelle like, Obama, Jada. Jill, um, Jennifer Lopez. Lady Gaga. Is Lady Gaga there? Yeah, she yeah, was, Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez. Yep. Yeah, and they each got to say some too, which is crazy. And Michelle Obama ended it, and that was crazy. So she I was like, got oh. the biggest applause all fucking night. Yeah, it was crazy. So I thought, I thought overall that she did well. So shout out! Oh, to she Alicia killed Hayes. it. Oh, she, I, bro, she, I she made later, the Grammys she, like a thing, like. That was, was like the best part of the Grammys and that fucking medley she did on and then her two performance at one time. Yeah, you see that shit. Yeah, that's I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait. I was like, when did what? Like she bodied that whole like Body she almost made hosting it. not even fair. She was it was almost like she was too talented to host to be hosting the show. She was like, <laughs> I don't know, bro, can I just get an hour of this shit? Because she's real. covering other people's shit and bodying it. I was like, yo. Real. She's there were parts OB. in other performances where I just didn't need certain parts, but yeah, we're gonna I'll, we'll get some parts in a second. But I mean, the general <laughs> show thing. But yeah, overall, it was cool. There were some funny moments, and you know, I don't think there was actually some surprises. I guess for me, in terms of whatever I did remember seeing in terms of highlights for who won, but. Yeah, overall, it was like a pretty no drama this year kind of Grammy. Shit was boring. Yeah. Nothing really happened. Boring. Overall, that shit was boring. Outside of a few moments in Alicia Key, that shit was fucking boring. Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like, I feel like Ariana not performing. Was oh, there's like, a couple people that didn't perform that weren't there. That oh week. yeah, the weekend. Like they there were a lot of people that said no misses for them because this shit was boring. It's um, crazy. That's why they needed about, Alicia. I, it honestly went about as I was expecting. I I mean I wasn't expecting much from this year's Grammys. I didn't think it was going to be a very special year in terms of the show. Mm-hmm. And I was right. So Alicia Keys by far carried everything, and she was. Probably the definitely the highlight of the show for me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think this makes a case for having more 
musicians hosting the show because they have a clear passion for music and know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, definitely. And I think she would do. I mean, I know she. Who was the host last year? Was it James Corden or some shit like that? Uh, yes. Yeah. It was weird. That shit it was, was weak. Stop getting people like that to host and get actual James musicians. James Corden's not that good. to host. Yeah, actual musicians to host, and you get shit like this. And I think she did For a real. goddamn Jamie Foxx. Get somebody like, you know, just get somebody talented with charisma. <laughs> that you know, yeah, but she, she also I dropped mean, she a single that same night. Same she killed. Days. She she's a beast. That's how um, you body. But in general, the show was just nah, boring. Nothing of note. Nothing really exciting. You don't. I didn't really see people talking about it much after you know yeah. the night and two days following, except for Alicia Keys' medley performance, which was mm-hmm. exceptional. Um. So other than that. Like talking about the performances, about which I'm gonna talk about right now. Um, they sucked. Post Malone sucked. Uh, <laughs> everything like he did a fucking four. He gave Red Hot Chili Peppers four minutes to basically perform their song from yeah. two years ago, three years ago. <clears throat> yeah, and that was the best part of his performance. Uh, so I'm thinking because like, he what? was he was he was the of the the back vocal. He was the behind vocal. <laughs> like, okay, I get it, bro. Like, you can play guitar. I, I'm pretty sure we're a year away from him just saying I'm a rock star full on and like playing, put, dropping a full on rock album. Because yeah. that shit sucked, bro. So low energy, just fucking, but sucked. Yeah, it was um, weird. I noticed right in because when he was playing the guitar just in this first song, I was like, the notes that you would think he's ready to like hit in like the spot, he just didn't do that one. And I was like, oh, oh, this is gonna be a different one of those kind of performances. But I think I saw a clip where like he was backstage and he had like a forty in his hand. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna just go pound this and get and get ready for the show. <laughs> so he like just pounded a forty before he came on stage. <laughs> That's all right. Well, let me keep going. So that just sucked. Lady Gaga <laughs> sucked. Uh, she did shallow. Lady Gaga was just high. okay. She shallow was... is a great song. Like, let me tell you right now. I I finally watched The Star Is Born, and I actually like the movie. Oh yeah. And watching the movie makes you appreciate the song even more. And that song is fucking yeah. good. And that is by far her biggest hit. And I don't even know how long, but that song's fucking good. Mm. But it is a down to earth, damn near country type of song. Yeah, and she straight up gaga the shit out of it somehow. Right. <laughs> yeah, she did. Like somehow she's just like gyrating. She made it feel so weird around the stage while singing this like supposed to be like heartfelt kind of song, you know, pop song. And yeah, she like, was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" I was it like, "That's really not how it goes." Distracted me from the song, <laughs> and I was just like, "All right." right. Bro. I, I like I really like Gaga. And I think she's fucking talented as shit. That I think shit was that's, annoying. Yeah, that, that wasn't a good because I've seen her do shit like I've seen her do you know shit like Alicia Keys did with the piano shit when she was on something. You know, this was the time to do it. <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know what that was when she did that. That was a little weird, but I don't know. Whatever. And then most of the other performances were kind of meh. But I will say there were some good performances. Janelle Monae, Janelle Monae is Janelle Monae. a beast. <clears throat> yeah. she, 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 she definitely has everything that 
she needs to be a superstar. Like her Janelle Monet next level. Next Man. level. Yeah, she's so put together. She knows what she wants. Like she, her ideas are so concrete. She comes cold. and she delivers cold. a she package. Cold as hell. Um so she did her, a great little opening number for a song. Uh Cardi B. Cardi. As however you may feel about her, and you know, I'm not the biggest fan of her musically, but charisma and like Finesse. personality, she got that shit on fucking lock. Finesse. And she like commanded. So all that the stage perform- Wait, Katy Perry. Yo, Katy Perry was on stage with Dolly Parton fam. She yeah. should have been watching Cardi B learning how to move on stage because she looks so crazy on stage, fam. I was I don't know what she was up there for. Why did they put her up there? Why did they do know. that to Katy Perry? Why why they do that to her? Why they put her up there, dog? <laughs> I don't know. She had no business up there. She was the only one that was like, uh, and then she was doing too much, fam. That was crazy. Yeah, she's definitely doing too much. That was crazy. People were definitely like, she out, look at her, out her trying to show up, uh, Dolly Parton. And bro, bro, that's Dolly Parton. Sit your ass to the side, sing what you're supposed and- to sing, and then fade to the background. Yeah, it was crazy, and she was singing with uh Casey Musgraves, and in case she was just staying in her pocket, like doing her thing. This is and, like kept looking this at Katy Perry, party. like, like, damn girl, you you going hard? Like, <laughs> she's trying to get her name buzzing again. That's all, you know, yeah, my chance. For real. Um, for real. but yeah, so that one, Cardi B. I think the song Cardi she song. should not have played the whole song. She should have done a medley. Uh, Facts one hundred. The song definitely drug on far too long. If she did medley, people would definitely Man, be more into it. It was kind of lazy. Yeah, it was. It was a very lazy production. But she gets away with it because she has she has this fucking irresistible personality. I just don't fucking get it. I don't. But I was glued. I, I was like, damn, this is like something about this performance isn't good. But like, she's good. So and it's yeah, her performance. People so. just love her and like her. So like, you know, you give her. Yeah, um, I was like, all right. But her, her, <laughs> her, her, her. That's an artist. That's a singer. She she, That's she a singer. Delivered. That's an artist. Acapella right that shit, girl. Like she kills it. I felt that shit. Like she delivered on that one. She, she, yeah, she, she showed up. She, she's one of the performers that showed up. Um, Camila Cabello had the most uh... stage production. Yeah, the most stage production is the word I was kind of, kind of looking for. Um, <laughs> she definitely had the most. She was doing the most out of everybody that ever had a little thing. Like, I thought she, that was a commercial, fam. I was like, or a music video. Like, what are they? Straight you know, up like, made a I don't know what Havana doing. neighborhood. It was cool. Um, it was cool. I mean, I guess, I, again, it went on way too long for just one song. But she did bring That's out song. like Ricky Martin and Jay, Jay Balvin. So, yeah, I mean, it was nice little nods to them and shit. But again, one song for six minutes is too long. I thought J Lo's tribute was a little long. Too long. This this is my theme <laughs> for this entire year in this entire year, which is too long. Yeah. But the other one that I did actually like, which actually only got three minutes, was St. Vincent and Dua Lipa together. And that shit oh, was yeah. fire. They matched really well. Like, what? that was a good pair. That shit was fire, bro. That was tight. I was shocked. I was like, wow. I was dude. like, I'm feeling wow. some type of way watching this shit right now. Like, hold on. Like, oh. 
I was cra- I was like, no, that felt like some, like it felt like the perfect combination of. But there's some like, real heat going on, like, like yeah, it was nice. That was that, that was, was well done. That's well, how I wish that, most of the other performances were performance. pretty trash. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the good stuff. Oh well, I gotta talk about. I mean, Travis Scott. So. Damn. He finally had a, his moment. Like, this is your moment. This is your chance. Make a real impact. What does he do? He gets a cage and stands inside of it and has people jumping around it. Bro, mm-hmm. your stage present, we've seen it, is way better than this. And this is all you've come up with? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna not move. And I'm just gonna play one song? Like... Yeah. Well, he or, did kind of uh, stop trying to be God, or don't try to be God. Stop trying to be God. Yeah. Stop trying to be God, whatever, with James Blake. And honestly, that was the best part, with James Blake. But Of course. The no bystander shit was, bruh, this is what you came up with. This is your <laughs> chance. This is your chance, finally. Grammy stage. Yeah. I feel like there was a something. lot of late preparation going on. And this was the shiniest they could make everybody's performance. Man, have you seen so, his tours? Man's got roller coasters and shit. That's what I'm that saying. Man that's was flying. Bro, I saw him with Kendrick Lamar. He was flying on a fucking mechanical bird over the crowd. Bro, rapping. that shit was crazy. Yeah, the wings moved. Yeah, like the whole... <laughs> and my guy just got a, ca- a, sta- a cage. Oh, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. What is this, bro? Yeah. Huge missed opportunity. I mean, you see what Camilla did. She put out a fucking. She built a neighborhood on the stage, bro. Like this is all you did. Like, come yeah, on, yeah. But she got that whole like industry label three sixty deal money. Nah, it's pretty industry at this point. I think, especially after doing the Super Bowl, doing all that shit, bro. Like, come on, dog. Yeah. Like, this is your chance. This is all you yeah, got. Facts. Yeah, really weak. Really weak. Really weak. Which brings me to my point. Uh, missing Drake, missing Kendrick Lamar, and missing Ariana Grande were huge losses for them Same. in terms of performances. Uh, just having Ariana Grande not even there was a big one. Um, for real. Considering she was involved in so many categories and stuff like that. and mm-hmm. Same with Kendrick. Kendrick was involved in a lot of shit. And then... Yeah. And... I kind of it kind of just showed me that Kendrick's performances are on a whole another fucking level compared to what the fuck we get from other people. A way no, a whole another level, bro. Like I saw when I saw Kendrick, I didn't even like I didn't know I was seeing Kendrick cuz it was after uh Dave Chappelle. Like it was a special unannounced guest and he had he had like it was crazy, man. He already he had so much stage like 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 production for like a like a, a 30 minute like set that was just crazy like like he had like a dance team coming in and then they like built some shit that he was like like attached to and he would like spun around i was like what the f- this is tight like with a, like a straight jacket on i was like okay kendrick's a performer out here right and i'm just talking about his grammy performances yeah i'm just i'm, I'm just, lit that's crazy yeah those are and those are then those are that on steroids. So like he gave he gave me a little baby version of like those kinds of shits. So like, how are you supposed to compete with people 
that like do shit like that. Like, and then you come out in a cage. <laughs> yeah, uh, the performances man. were missing, especially missing those three. Big for them, and yeah, like parties was fun. more impressive. At least she had like a spread out, like you know. Yeah, she had stuff going on, you know, people you could look at, you know. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, she didn't move much, but it was fine for her. But right. it's Travis Scott, somebody who's supposed to have, like, this massive year and finally have this kind of recognition that he for sure thinks he deserved for this long, you know, to do that is kind of, yeah. Eh. Yeah, and he then, should be trying to work his shit really hard because it's, like, only been half a year, right, since the shit came out, like, less yeah. than that. Yeah, so. yeah. He was a missed opportunity, a big one. Yeah, I mean, you saw what Kendrick did when he finally got his shot. He should have brought Drake. Performances, what you talk shit talking about for like the next two three weeks, that yeah. type of shit. That, yo, you see that performance? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Then I literally have not heard anybody talk about Travis Scott shit. I mean, why from the Super Bowl, from the Super Bowl, or from the Grammys? Yeah, nobody. How are you on the two it. biggest stages and? You, and you do that, both of them shits. Like, come on, bro. Travis Scott, when you said it, I almost forgot that he performed because I was like, oh, I did watch that. But, like, nobody's talking about it. it was Nobody mentioned it. It's not in the sad. highlight. Like, it's just anything. been sad, no, bro. It's no highlight about it. The Super Bowl sad. This shit was sad. It's like, as if it whole, never happened. Oh, it's as if he sad. didn't even perform. It doesn't That's make sense, up, though. It doesn't make sense, though, because his tour is so fucking crazy. <laughs> It's weird. I don't know. I don't know, man. But anyways, I mean, the last thing I really want to talk about before we talk about who won, who lost, was Drake getting cut off. How do you feel about that one? Oh, I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was funny, but I thought it was weird. I was like, oh, I see what you, they did. You think they it was a time, time constraint, or do you think, you know, because he started kind of going on it? I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. Other people seem like they went a little long. Cardi B's could have, they could have played the music on Cardi. You know, they didn't play the music on her. But I just thought it was funny because, like, right when you started going on it, like, telling, telling basically other rappers, a lot of the current rappers, yeah, man, y'all need this shit. He shitted on, right when he shitted on it, and it's like, right when he's like, but they were like, and get this nigga the fuck out of here. Fuck out of the state. Yeah. yeah, he's like, you don't need this right here. You good. But, oh, get him off. Get him off the stage. But I only made it worse. I kind of reiterated his point. And this, just this whole year kind of proved to me that once again, the Grammys once again don't know what the fuck they're doing or don't know yeah. how to appeal to this fucking current crowd of, of listeners. Like, I don't think. Are out of touch as fuck. Yeah, it's pretty relevant by some of the winners I saw too. I was like, oh, they're still like that. I was trying to be like, like, <laughs> I was like, they still like that. So we'll see if I if I even got some right because some of the votes, like some yeah. of it was weird. Some let's of just, it was like, how did that win? That's weird. Yeah, let's just talk about it because this shit is fucking baffling. Some of these to me. <laughs> some of it is like, fam. It's crazy. It's crazy, but the Grammys I, is kind of losing credibility for Grammys me don't like, know what the fuck they are doing. Period. Like, do they actually listen to these albums? <laughs> do they even like, like listen? They? Do that? Do they even know what people talk about in music this, over the year? Do they even like see what's popular? See what's popping in the streets out here? No. All right. No. Shit is 
Three so we're just going to start record of the, record of the year. Record of the Somehow, year. Childish Gambino won record of the year for This Is America. Record of the year. How? I have no fucking idea. Don't give me that. That shit is amazing. It was a That's big crazy. Moment. It was a big moment. But because of the music video, not because of the song. For real. It did get commercial placement. All of them got commercial placement. I like it. Got heavy commercial. I picked I just... Cardi. You picked Drake. Yeah. And somehow. Both solid choices. Fucking Childish Gambino came out of nowhere and won. Rec- I thought there was no way in hell. That didn't even make that sense. Was- I was like, oh, not for record of the year. Like, of record? I was like, it's the music video. So. All right. Grammys, give that one to Childish. So, album of the year. Casey Musgraves, Golden Hour. Fam, when I tell you I was shocked that was an album overall category, I was kind of shocked. How did you feel? Um, I mean, obviously shocked because that was probably my last pick when I was there. (laughs) <laughs> but it's hard for me to really say anything about it because obviously I haven't heard the album and it's not really my lane. Yeah. But not country music very rarely wins album of the year. Probably like five right. times, maybe ever in the history of it. And mm-hmm. I just thought for sure they were going to finally give it to Janelle Mene, but they did not want to do it. Yeah, because that would have made her performance crazy. Like, it would have been perfect, but that was so. Yeah, Casey Musgraves won, and y'all tell if it's a good album or not. I mean, I haven't heard it, so I can't really. Say People have told me it's good. I've only heard snippet. I've only heard like three songs, and to me, it sounds like a better, a more refined version of the Avril album. So it doesn't sound like crazy out there, like this is amazing. It just sounds like the Avril Project, but refined with like a slightly more country influence. So it's like, I, I will say, um, Casey Musgraves Golden Hour. Oh, of note, the Country Music Awards just happened as well. She didn't even oh, win Best Country Album. Ah! Bam. <laughs> what? How do you... Did she win anything? I don't know. I mean, That's I think she did. Great. I just know she didn't win the Best Country Album at the Country what Music the Awards. But she won fuck? a Grammy for Best Album overall. That's so I'm not crazy. saying that's a sign that it didn't deserve it. But I'm saying that it's just a weird fucking... Thing to win the Grammys for Best Album and not even win your own like award and you're just for your genre, you know. Hmm. Not sure if that's saying more about the Country Music Awards or more about the Grammys, but for those of you that heard the album, you let me know. Maybe what did I say? Yeah, we both said Janelle, so. Yeah. It's who I was really hoping would win it, but once again, I almost never 
get who I want to win the album, you know, so. Right. Oh, wait. No, it says she won Country Album of the Year. For the Country Music Awards? Yeah. Nice. Country Music Association Award for Album of the Year. 2018 Golden Hour. Casey Musgraves winner. Pretty sure I read that she didn't though. What the fuck did I read? I don't know. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read something. It's something with the country music words. I don't know. Well shit. Casey Musgraves cleaning up. Whatever. It's um, her year. She's going to have a big year. <laughs> yeah, so Song of the Year. Again, fucking Childish Gambino for This Is America. Yeah. How is that one record and Song of the Year? I have no fucking idea. I picked Gaga. <laughs> yeah. And he I picks... picked Kendrick. Well, all the stars. Yeah, all the stars. Child Scambino. And he wasn't Charles even there. Gambino. Yeah, Another which is sh- crazy. He cleaned up, fam. Another thing, terrible thing for the uh, Grammy. You give all the that, awards to somebody not there? <laughs> not just any awards. Record and song of the year. Like, those are the record. Those are the awards you give to people who are performing and supporting your fucking shit. They probably tried to get him to perform. And he was probably like, fuck no. Um, right. I'm pretty sure these are his first Grammys, too. Mmm, that's crazy. That's even crazier. Yeah, him and Ludwig. Huh. That's crazy. Um, Best New Artist, Dua Lipa, like I said. You were right. I know I was right. She deserved it. She's a fucking beast. Like, Yeah. She had a monster year. I said her, though. Her yeah, had a big year, too. She had a she had a good year, but do it. She performed had a at the Grammys too. Well, they year. both did. They both monster did. year. You don't understand. No, I feel you. It's, she crossed over. It's bigger than. It's hard. It's very hard to do. Um, we did best pop vocal, I believe. Yeah, best pop vocal album. <clears throat> best pop album. No. Yeah, best pop vocal album. Uh, I said Ariana. For Sweetener. And you said the same. You followed my lead. <laughs> deserved it. She deserved it. For sure. Yeah. yeah nothing to say about that one. Um, best dance recording, I said Electricity, Dua Lipa, Silk City, and you said and you followed me once again, and you said the same. <laughs> so that was her first, you know, first year in the Grammy. She won two, so that's pretty dope. Oh. So three for you, two for me, huh? Best dance slash electronic album. I said Justice Woman Worldwide, which won. Oh, wow. 
And Smart. you said John Hopkins. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Um, best rock performance. I said Arctic Monkeys. You said the same. But Chris Cornell won when Bad Does Good. I did not hear the album, so I can't really say much about it. Best rock song. I said St. Vincent Mass Seduction, which won. (laughs) You said 21 Pilots. Yeah. <laughs> so I got two still. <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you, I, I know what I'm talking about because of the music thing. That was a fuck. <laughs> Best alternative album, Beck Colors One. We both said Arctic Monkeys. How? How though? What? Wasn't even that good of an album. I don't get it. Huh? I don't know. That's weird. Where's Kanye? <laughs> no, he actually liked Beck's last album before that, which I liked a lot too. Yeah. And when comparing that to Colors, it's just like, how did this, whatever. I don't know, man. Arctic Monkeys should have won. Or that was a good album. I'd have been dope with St. Vincent too. Yeah, St. Vincent. But no. Best R&B song. Said LMA. You said the same. And LMA won for Boot Up. Mm-hmm. Best Urban Contemporary Album. I said Chloe times Haley. You said the same. And the Carters won. The Carters. Oh, Hove and Beyonce. That's tough. Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> of the Migos song. Ape shit. Best R&B album. Her won. And I said her. You said. Dude, Layla, Hathaway. La- Layla Hathaway. Yep. You've been talking about her this whole time. And you finally get a chance to pick best R&B album. You said it. I know. <clears throat> I should have picked her. I feel like I was like jumping between, but then I didn't want to pick the same as you because we kept picking the same shit. I kept following you. Different. <laughs> Best rap performance. I was very surprised about this one. That was the weirdest. So there was a tie. Tie? I didn't even know you could fucking tie. Yeah, that was weird. I guess there's only been, they said like 22 or 20 something. In, the, in the history, I would have ever said, but well, in the history of ties, most of them are until us and bubbling. Tied somehow, best rap performance, and bubbling wasn't even on the album. No, it was just Lucy, which like pissed me off because I wanted more of bubbling on the album. Don't get me wrong, I like bubbling a lot, and I like King's Dead a lot. I just didn't think it would win over sicko mode. Um, I think Drake kind of got snubbed in that category. I think Sicko Mode 
or nice for what? We're easily like. I mean, you don't want to grab me for either one. Yeah. But I am happy J Rock got one though, so that's dope. Yeah, that was tight. That one was untelevised, but yeah, they they awarded the pre-show, which it's like to an empty basically. It was so weird. I watched like what. That's crazy. You walking up there and there's nobody there, like, but it's real. <laughs> it's like that's cool. All right, and the best rap slash song performance. We both said Kendrick Lamar for all the stars, and this is America one again, which made no sense to me. I was that was where I was like, there was no singing. I just don't. I would. I mean, what do you mean? They don't know this? what the fuck it's, they're doing. I just. I'm not sure what's happening. I don't know how. Why would Childish even get more than one? Like, <laughs> how do you win three awards with that one song? With well, that one four. song. With that one. With a Lucy. He put out a Lucy with the music video and won three Grammy. Four Grammys. Four. Four Grammys, man. That's crazy. That's just that's disgusting. He didn't even have to put a project around it. It's not even that great of a song by itself. The song isn't. It's like a a loop, basically. It's not even like it's the video. The video is special. Don't get me wrong, but the song. Come on. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Best rap song. We both said Sicko Mode. Um, God's Plan one, which was my second choice. Yeah, I well, would have picked God's plan, but I, I really thought Travis had more steam than this. I for sure. He was coming in hot. <laughs> Looks like he's deflated after this. Right, he put out his best shit ever. And well, I won't say ever, but arguably his best shit ever. Yeah. And he walked away with nothing. That's crazy. Yeah, but hey, shout out to Drake for winning though. That's crazy. I didn't think that he I would get this one in anything, this category. I thought he would get one. I just didn't think it would be the rap song. Best rap album. We both said Cardi B begrudgingly and Cardi B won. I was not surprised at all. Um, yeah. Because. Yeah. But that's still weird. Even though for all the reasons we said before, it's still weird. <laughs> still weak that it won. But I but knew it was going to win. That goes in line with Everything else, really, like, but that's crazy. The Grammys like have no musical. They don't know what the fuck is going on. That's this is it. This period. They don't. Know they need to just put out like the voting. Like, there's there has to be some kind of like. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just seems weird. It just really. I don't know, man. It's the Grammys is weird. They're always behind. They're always trying to catch up. You know, do better next year. Well, you know, but like, it's crazy. Look, it was by far one of the most popular albums to come out last year. Does that mean it's the best rap album? Fuck no. <clears throat> if Post Malone drops an album this year, he's going to win a Grammy for it next year. He dropped an album last year. Didn't win. Yeah, but he didn't perform last year. I mean, for this year's Grammy. His album didn't win shit. Yeah, but he's performing this year. Yeah, a song off of the of that album. 
which did. Yeah, but he brought the chili peppers up there. He gonna he gonna come back, man. He gonna come back. I think they like post. They like they do, but like I said, it shouldn't win an award, and it didn't. Which is just one thing they got right. (laughs) Um, trying to scroll down and get to the last two that we did. I'm seeing a lot of Casey Musgrove, Musgraves, Musgraves wins. Yeah, how many she walked away with? Maybe like seven. Shit. Really? Thought it was like three or four. She won three. I just scored by three that she had, I had won, and she won two earlier. Hmm. Casey Musgraves for the win. <laughs> Big ones. That's crazy. Producer of the year. Okay. For non-classical. Pharrell Williams won. We both said Pharrell. Boy Wonder. I wanted Boy Wonder to win, man. I don't understand he had the shit with Cardi B, shit with Drake. I guess because the, the Carters won. They gave... The, see, I told you. The Carter song. The Ape shit song. I forgot Pharrell produced it when I said that, but that's the song. That's what I said. He had lucky... Bro, boy, he wanted to have won that shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, he should have. He deserved it. more. Like, Pharrell don't need that Grammy. God's plan... He he did the Lucky You with Joyner and Eminem, Mob Ties, No Limit, the G Easy ASAP Rocky Cardi B. Come on, are you kidding? They probably don't even know who he is. Fam, and he did the Friend song off the Carters. That's Boy, what I said. And he definitely... on the Carters album. And oh, the Friend song God. is honestly probably my favorite song off the entire thing. That was my favorite song. I think I said that when we was on. I was like, yeah, Friends is a good song. That's crazy. Pharrell. He's just a household name. That's crazy. Alright, and our last category is music video, and of course, predictably, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. That's the only one that he got that, that he should have won, no question. No like, question. Like, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, he should have got that. Like, honestly, if that music video wasn't ever made... It would have been harder to choose. I would have had to give it to Ape Shit or I'm Not Racist. Ape Shit, yeah. I had to give it to Ape Shit because they closed the museum. I like nobody pink. does. I like that. Pink more than I'm Not Racist, but that's just me. Yeah, I just think I'm Not Racist had more of a actual music video moment and lasted longer as a music video. Yeah. <clears throat> But I'm just saying, like, come on, man. Like, that's, again, just as another predictable year for the Grammys, not knowing what the fuck they are doing. That's but, weird. hey, I won again. What can I say? This I got nine. Just saying again. This I won one, nine. One I won nine. You won five. You got five right. I got nine. Nine. Right. That's crazy. Definitely didn't win Let's no nine. One, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. I actually probably got nine. Yeah, I got nine. Nine. We had, we did twenty categories. I got nine. Nice. You got five. But um, yeah, that's it for our Grammy stock. Snubs, man. Some snubs. You guys let us know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <not> about it. <laughs> 
Uh, what do you think about the ones that won? What do you think the ones that didn't win? Were you surprised by anything? What were your biggest snubs? Uh, yeah, just let us know in the comments down below. There's a lot of talk about this shit because, again, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But it's the Grammys. What do you expect? Before we get out of here, we are going to talk about what we always do. The latest release music from this week. Pretty slow week. Um, but there are a few items <laughs> worth note. Dream Theater, who is the metal the metal band, is dropping an album called Distance Over Time. Mm. Gary Clark Jr. is supposed to be dropping something called This Land. I'm not entirely sure if that's an album or not. But it's mm. up there. Um, and Little Pump is supposed to be dropping Harvard Dropout, finally, like his debut. Little Pump. LP. Little Pump. Well, he's gonna go. He's gonna be number one. It's gonna debut number one. Quite possibly. Doesn't take much these days. But well, you said there's nobody else coming out. Nobody's yeah, dropping. True. <laughs> so it's like perfect timing. But, but Ariana Grande is still can still be rolling. And and Drake's mixtape is charted. True. Um, I mean, I'm interested, kind of, <laughs> to see it, but. <laughs> I have very low expectations. For real. But, I mean, he's been putting out those big production singles, so we'll see what he actually does with this project. I, I honestly don't think it's smart for him to even drop a project, but whatever. Nah. It's I, definitely not smart. I think it's he, he, that he day needs and like age two more singles. pretty much get away with not releasing an album. Yeah. And be perfectly fine and have a career off of basically just two singles. Yeah. Designer's doing... He's doing a nice little comeback up here on this, like... Now, if he got just a little bit of a push, but, you know, a lot of shit going on in that. If Pusha T just tweeted out, yo, Designer got this ill song, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) That's, like, literally all he needs is one of them niggas to say something. Like, yo, yeah. Like, but no, instead they act like they don't really know what's going on with him. So, yeah, it's a fucked up situation. And, and he's on the like, but at least designer standing up for himself now saying like, nah, fuck Kanye. You know, Kanye's crazy. You know, like, yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that because Kanye for sure is <laughs> off the deep end. The whole camp is just a bit crazy right now, but it's in turmoil. But Two Chains is coming out with something soon, so I'm definitely pumped for that shit. Yes. Oh, I heard LeBron was involved. Two Chains album supposed to be um, what's it called? Something to do with the like trap or go to the league. And I think LeBron is doing some kind of like EPM behind it or something. Like Two Chains basically having him help with the project. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Hmm. I always like what Two Chain does, so I'm I'm there for it. I'm just hoping that's more of like uh, there might be some cool video elements to involved and like maybe some could be some intros, some interludes, some shit like that. Yeah, so we'll see. But yeah, that is it for this week's podcast music files. Today's date once again is February twenty, two thousand nineteen. If you have any questions, comments, topic suggestions about this show, past shows, or any of our future shows, you can let us know in the comments down below wherever you uh, listen to this or wherever this goes up. 
You can also email us at podcast at livinglifefearless.co or go to livinglifefearless.co slash podcast and fill out the form there. We will get the best stuff and quite possibly can make one of our future shows or, you know, and we might shout you out. But if you like any of the gear that we rock in the videos, as you can see, the beanie he got over there, our new ones, got the hat, the shirt, you can also head over to the site and grab some for yourself. It's hot fire, so definitely support us if you enjoy these podcasts and these videos and everything else that we put out there. We'll be back shortly. Yeah, we'll be back shortly with more podcasts. Um, so definitely check out and stay tuned for that. But until then, do what, Darice? Keep living life fearless, y'all. Appreciate it. Yep. Tell Thanks for checking time. us out. We'll be back. Peace. This is the vintage, too, by the way. <laughs>